Well, welcome to The Crossing Church Rewind, brought to you by the teaching team at The Crossing Church in Westminster, Colorado, where we dive a little deeper and explore a little further the ideas and themes shared from this past weekend, as well as banter about with nonsensical topics that just make us happy. Joining me today on the podcast is, to my left... I'm Pastor Leslie, the children and family pastor here. And to my right... Pastor Brian, living the dream, living the dream. over and over again. <laughs> my name is Pastor Nathan. I am the creative arts and one of the teaching pastors here at the Crossing Church. Thank you for joining us today. And if you know anything, if you've been listening to this podcast at all, you know we got to talk sports because Pastor Leslie's here. Sorry. <laughs> it is two weeks until kickoff. Hallelujah. Amen. Two weeks until I'm not on the podcast for like <laughs> 17,000 weeks. We're going to get you into it. We're going to get you out of that Grey Cup mentality, the Canadian Football League. And the what? The, what? The, huh? So, but good news. I mean, it's also winter's coming, so curling will be happening soon. Praise Jesus. So a sport Some you can talk figure about. figure skating. Get out your broom. <laughs> but we I'm, have. I did figure skate as a kid. Did you really? Competitively. Oh, hold I, on. I was terrible. This is a new direction. I didn't know we were going to go this Absolutely direction. Absolutely terrible, but I, I loved it. Yeah. Wow. Mark can't could, stop. Could you spin? Of course I could. I was already working on my like big jumps. Name some of the big jumps. Wait, 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 wait. Brian, name some of the big jumps in figure skating. Triple sow cow. Some of them. What? I was ah! already, yeah, I had mastered my single sow cow because I was oh, only 10. Oh, thank you. Yeah, how about that? Good job. That's Monday morning here, boys and girls. The last figure skating you ever watched involved Nancy Kerrigan. Exactly. Just be honest. Exactly. And a crowbar or whatever that was. Oh, okay. Oh, we're bringing back bad memories. Yeah. But yeah. see, there are some sports you can talk about, and then we feel like we don't know what we're doing with it. So, yeah. In figure skating, okay, I just, I can't let this go, and it's Monday, and I'm sorry, and yesterday was a great day, still a little draggy over things, but <laughs> man, I'm, I'm in figure skating, even, this is so bad, if, do you, do you, are you waiting for people to fall? I mean, I mean, is, is it, are you, are you, are you saying that, that you watch I mean, figure skating? Like most of us watch NASCAR, like you're yeah, just or, hoping or, for the wreck. Or is it like hockey in the fight? Is it like figure See, skating I in the fall? I brought up hockey and fighting last week. And yeah. you guys looked at me like, that's not a thing. People aren't excited about fights and hockey. First of all, yes, they are. Hockey. Neither of us looked at you last week because neither of us were on yeah, the podcast yeah. last week. And it was Mark well, you, had, you, had the wrong, you had the wrong people in here. That is the yeah. only reason to watch hockey. Thank you. That's what I think as well. And figure skating, is it, I mean, I did not want people to fall but you <laughs> right I, I i want them to fall if they're like not injured like if it's one of those because no I, some I, figure skating falls are just i shouldn't have even started this it's oh. terrible i i really didn't want people to fall but when you notice like oh they fell you know that's like the thing you're hoping for it yeah. i mean no i was not hoping not hoping but you definitely like hit rewind <laughs> to watch it again this is what hey, are I made like for. That's fair. hey watch this bubba look what happened <laughs> Oh, I don't. I don't watch a lot of figure skating. I don't either. I, I do. I, I can either. name like. Is Dorothy Hamill still there? I, that's you guys don't even know. How old are you that again? Is. That that was it was all about her hairstyle. I remember Scott Hamilton who could do a backflip, which yeah. he mm -hmm. apparently yeah. couldn't do an actual competition. But. No, there's no one under. He had to be fifty or over to know that reference. Sorry, had a moment. Speaking of being fifty and over, we won't. We'll just skip over fantasy oh, football. Here we go. Let's so. go to Play Doh. I'm sure Let's it's coming. Let's go to Play Doh. Here. So, yeah. for those of you. That got to attend the, the 1030 service yesterday, which we'll talk about how wonderful of a day yesterday Good was. Day, yeah. We had a block party and a big celebration to bring kind of to a culmination our, our summer series of how to neighbor. Um, and it was phenomenal. But there was this moment in the 1030 service 
And you've already, this is 1030, so you, you did it Thursday, you've done it at 9 a.m. I know, I know. You had my daughter's Play-Doh, first of all. Well, let's, yeah, your daughter's Play-Doh and a handheld mic that I normally <laughs> use. So that's that's where it's different for you guys that don't use that to actually put this together as a possible mistake. I'm sitting in the green room because we're about to come up to do a couple more songs and we have a feed of service in there. Yeah. And I'm watching because the Play-Doh illustration is towards the end. So I'm yeah, getting ready. Yeah, it was ready. my cue to bring up the yeah. kids. Yeah, so Play-Doh has to do with you got a hardened heart and you, you know, I had a little cute story and, and it's, nobody remembers it now. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Because at one moment you had the Play-Doh can canister in one hand and the mic in the other, but you were talking into the Play-Doh. Not for long. <laughs> it was it long, wasn't that long. It was, it was long like a, enough. How many words? How many words? Uh, maybe a sentence. <laughs> That's pretty loud. And I'm in the back going, is he, does he think he's holding a microphone in that hand? And then you realize what you were doing. Did you think I had a microphone in my hand? I know it was funny. I know it was embarrassing. Yes, I had a moment. I'll own it. That you did, up. and you owned it in person, which I think was even funnier. I did, I did. I had, I mean, around this church, if you do that kind of thing, <laughs> you're gonna, it's gonna end up on the podcast. It is gonna end up on the. I'm podcast. brought up multiple times in, then, in still in the service and in staff meeting, and then I just decided to roll with it because that's just what I do. Yeah, actually, we saw that in the green room. We came out to do the last two songs. There was a moment because we were celebrating baptisms where you came up, yeah. to do a little more talking, yeah, and you talked about wanting to sing another song and. I said yeah. here would you like a microphone and handed you the play-doh can yeah so i went with it you went with it you just it's it was it was so dumb and it was it was really funny to me but i didn't i didn't want to overreact because it was kind of a serious moment but it was you couldn't but you couldn't not <laughs> i know like it was yeah i could not but i didn't want to overdo it which i have a tendency to do i was really just hoping you would tap the play-doh can and be like is this thing on <laughs> <laughs> that would have been, been awesome. Yeah. So oh. before we recap this wonderful weekend, we will, but let's get to Wild and Wonderful News. Wow. That was pretty good. That was good. Save that sound clip. Man, I feel like uh still it sounds like a junior high video production audio. All right, so this takes place in Wisconsin. Okay. In a McDonald's drive thru. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. There was a woman who pulled in through the drive-thru in McDonald's and looks up and sees a Buick in front of her. It was a Buick sedan, three cars ahead of her. And what she sees in the back window is a cow. No. In the car? In the back of the Buick, a full-on, it, it turns out it was a calf, but cow, just in the drive-thru. And they found the woman, found out she had just bought three cows, all three of them were in the back seat, and she's in the drive-through at McDonald's, just I, ordering her Big Mac. I hope they got like one of those like. Ooh, ordering a Big Mac. Does it feel like a little like? <laughs> it feels a little too close to home to be yeah. bringing a cow through the drive-through McDonald's. First I of all, like, she leaned over her shoulder like, "I'm sorry." They, I guess it's like a little weird to get your dog like your dog your the, your cow is like a puppy cone. But like that's what I want to know. Did the cows get like a treat through McDonald's? Does she not know somebody with a truck? It's a Buick thought, sedan. They're not I mean. that big. I everybody I in Wisconsin had a truck. Yeah. Like, like, that. Or is this like a weird family reunion that she was trying to have here? Like, oh, God, I don't think you can say that as a pastor. Oh, I, don't. My, I don't know. I don't, I don't even, can't even. I'll have a double that. quarter pounder with cheese, please. This Anything is... for anybody in the back? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go fish. Go, <laughs> she got the fish sandwich. Well, it doesn't say Chicken that it was. nuggets, a, please. Yeah. Oh man, I can't. But first of all, just imagine the sight of looking up and seeing an—you know—it's an animal right away. 
And then the double take you have to do to be like, that, that's a cow. That is, no, no, that's a big dog. Nope. That's a cow. And then to find out there were three. I mean, I, I've never driven a Buick. I'm not, I have. I, 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 have. I have. That's I what have. I learned to yeah. drive on. Yeah. I had a lacrosse. Uh, I was popular. Could you have fit three baby cows in the back seat? Not comfortably. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I could have fit three baby cows in the back of the 98 Buick Century I drove in high school. I mean, that, that, that was a boat. Could you imagine what the car smells like still? Mm. Just cows. They're not house trained ever. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of food, we had a big cookout. Yes. Well, it wasn't even really a cookout. We had a block party yesterday. Let's recap kind of everything that went on. We can move, we can move on from cows in the drive through And which, Play-Doh, please. Thank we you. didn't eat any cows. Yesterday. We did not. We had chicken, but not Christian chicken. We no, had, we didn't have Chick-fil-A because it was Sunday. Because it was Sunday. Thanks, Kanye. Yeah. Um, nobody will get that reference, but I'm laughing internally. <laughs> so we have been working all summer long on this idea of being intentional, intentional about talking about Jesus to our neighbors, meeting our neighbors, inviting people to church, uh, to the local community. And one of the incentives to do this was not just because the Bible says so, which seems like it's pretty important. It's a good one. But also, we're going to have a block party, which is a very low pressure, easy way to invite people to church. And in doing so, we know we're having a number of guests. We decided to have baptisms. Um, and we only had two scheduled ahead of time. Yep. Uh, which we can talk about that another time. <laughs> but all summer long, we're talking about it. We get two baptisms scheduled. And we always plan and we always leave a moment for if anybody's feeling in that moment that they want to make that decision. And we have pastors standing by and close and you can get baptized. Uh, we ended up having... Well, zero at the nine o'clock service. We'll talk about that too at another time. But at the 1030 service, which was packed because we were having a cookout afterwards, everyone came to that service for the most part. Church dynamics. Yeah. We had what? Like nine baptisms? Nine. Nine baptisms. Two planned and then seven just kind of on the spot people that have been praying. Kids. There were a number of kids that ran. Yeah. Literally ran. Didn't even like look for mom and dad to be like, hey, I can do this, right? <laughs> like God said, go get baptized, kid. And she's like, okay, here we go. Couldn't find a permission slip. No, just no permission slip I don't slip think you need that. a permission no. slip for that. Well, exactly. on Wednesday, I just had this overwhelming feeling of I have to go buy kid clothes for baptisms. I'm and glad you did. This was the best time of year to buy a bunch of shorts and shirts because oh, yeah. it's the end of summer. But like just this overwhelming feeling of I need to buy some. And and I'm glad you followed that feeling. Yeah, I'm so, I'm like, oh, God was doing something. So we had sure. Pastor David, who's our con- um, connecting and care pastor, and we had Pastor Leslie, both in the, the hot tub, the mm-hmm. baptismal, yeah. mm-hmm. ready to baptize any and all. Uh, and there were tears. There were there was tears of happiness. Uh, I think Nikki, our other worship leader, was crying at one point trying to sing. I was getting really tired of singing the same two songs over and over because we had so many people come forward at very spaced out intervals. Yes. Yeah. They- right <laughs> at the end. I mean, you didn't want to get like so jaded. You're like, God, could you hurry could up? I-, I know you're doing stuff here. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Let's move a little quick. No, it was it was great. Uh, we got to celebrate that. And then we had a giant block party outside. Uh, we had Raisin Cane's chicken and a couple 55-gallon drums worth of sauce. Uh, and, and we just, we celebrated as a church. We got to meet a ton of new people that stopped in. People invited people. Uh, it was just all around a great day, and it wasn't 95 degrees out. That was the most uh, the most surprising part to me, is we have had so many all-church things over the years, and this was by far the best weather that we've ever had. And we've prayed for weather before, 
And this time it, it, it was beautiful. It was. And we had Friday night before the weekend. We had a family movie night, mm-hmm. which we've tried to do. We, we always try to plan it sometime in the winter because we're like, families aren't going out as much. It's cold, you know, come. And every single time it snowed. Snow. Like a lot of snow. So I was worried. I know a it's August, but it's also Denver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we had a fun, you, you we showed had almost 85 people over 50 kids, which is huge. And we showed Luca and it was lots of giggles and laughs and popcorn everywhere. And everybody got to take home a balloon and, and my daughter let one go in the sanctuary, in the sanctuary. and cried the entire way home. Yep. Not my fault though. I told her not to. She knew the rules. Um, but the movie night was such a success because in all summer, we've been talking to the kids about inviting friends to church and to meet Jesus. And this was just a way, a kid, a really kid-friendly way to invite their friends to church. And because it was a family event, mom and dad came too. They did. And we made so many connections. It was great. Um, Luke is also a great movie. I hadn't seen it before. It's such a good movie. It was really funny. Okay. I enjoyed it. Let me t- let me tell you guys this. So, uh, I mean, you probably heard if you watched anything Crossing Church that there's plenty of parking in front of plenty my house. Of and, <laughs> uh, now, now an empty nest. Yes. So the empty nest has happened <laughs> at our house. And so I, I saw the advertisement. Pause on purpose. <laughs> and, and, and I saw the advertisement for Luca. I thought to myself, I've got two 18-year-olds that just left for college, and I don't even know a thing about this movie. You should have come. <laughs> so, <laughs> I knew zero about it. So, I'm like, never had that happen. I've always known, you know, I know the movies that are coming out for Whole kids. different stage in life. Yeah, it is. It is. That's right. Last weekend, I went and saw, with my family, the new Paw Patrol movie. What a way to go. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm very. I love this. I'm glad. Very I'm so thankful. glad I get to watch this. I'm very thankful that almost every movie theater now has reclining seats, because <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah. a parent nap. It was yeah, so you, bad. But you were supportive, and your kids loved it. We bought the tickets and yeah. ate popcorn. Did your kids it. love it? Yes, they actually okay. did. Avery, Avery loved it. Which is again, this is weird to me because he loves all things Paw Patrol, but like. It's never on at the house. You say when you've babysat him, you've watched it once or twice, but they never ask to watch Paw Patrol. It's always blippy, which might even be worse. I think so. And like some, uh, my daughter's into like some makeup tutorial and toy unboxing <sighs> stuff. On it's you are in so much trouble. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> wow. By the way, Blippy coming up again with you. Blippy came up with me over the weekend talking to somebody about that being their kid's favorite thing to watch, and once again. <laughs> I have no idea who Okay, Blippi so is. for the podcast listeners who are also in this situation, um, I don't remember his real name, but Steven, I think, he was a failed shock comic, right? He did absurd things to, like, try and get people to laugh and never, it, his career just never took off. And so he goes back to Washington where he's from. I, I researched because, one, he's asking the kids at the end of every episode, if you want to know more about me, just search Blippi. And I'm like, uh, maybe I should do that uh, maybe first. Maybe I should. <laughs> so, His name is Blippi, I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> so he that failed comic career goes back. He's hanging out with his nephew, and his nephew's watching YouTube shows, and he's like, these are dumb. I could do better than this. And so he did. And he's worth about uh, six and a half million dollars now. And he doesn't even like kids. And he doesn't even like kids. Really? <laughs> There's a number of rumors that say he sends a double to all of his live events. Wow. And he just creates. The one thing I will say is uh, he also, because he doesn't necessarily like kids, the way he treats the subjects on the show are actually 
very well done and deeper than you would think a normal kid's YouTube. Like he, they're talking about lawnmowers one time and he's like, well, this is the carburetor. And he, you know, this is for five-year-olds. Right. But like my son now knows every single part of an excavator. Thanks to Blippi. Well, thank you, Blippi. So or if you need to know more about him, or Blippi's double. search my name, <laughs> Blippi. It's, it's obnoxious. It really is. I don't miss that part. Yeah. Yeah, it was the Wiggles wasn't bad because it was musical and there was a redhead. So, you know, watching the Wiggles wasn't terrible. But <laughs> Blippi's not nearly as engaging for an adult as far as things we didn't need to know. Right? <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Well, the guy has red hair. What are you what that's, were you guys? That's what I meant. Uh, so we Pastor get, Brian, can, can I see lots of Jesus? scribbles on your uh, sermon yeah, notes yeah. there. You went for a while, by the way, at the ten thirty. Like Well, it was a room it was full a, of people. Room you full were just, of people and I'm like, man, I'm feeding off the energy. It was good. And yeah, we just we talked about a, a famous conversation in scripture that uh, has to do with Nicodemus and conversation with, with Jesus. And it ends up with, you know, the whole, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. You know, the one that most, I think probably the, that be the most famous verse in scripture? Well, I mean, I think Tim Tebow made it pretty famous. <laughs> yeah, he did okay with that. Was it the eye black? If you put it on his eye black and it was like the number one searched thing after the national championship or yeah. something like that. I mean, people knew it before. And you always see that guy at a baseball game. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, we talked about that particular because I thought that would make the most sense. We're kind of anticipating guests and people to show up. And I thought, well, this will be common ground for most everybody who comes. And I think it really is a place for uh, for new people to start with God so loved the world because a lot of us have different pictures of God. And, uh, and, and then even if we've been around the church forever, it's a good place to return. It's a good place yeah. to actually just sort of remember what this is all about, which is, I think, what we experienced yesterday at church was like the reason that this is the most exciting thing to do, that our call to ministry has a lot of interesting parts in it, things we don't expect. But when it comes to watching God work and feeling just just yeah. being a part of that whole story in somebody's life, even if it's just a, in a small, small way, man, it's just, it's exciting. Well, and... If this podcast this week, if you're listening, if you're like, man, like they seem rather subdued, like we haven't gone too big, not a ton. Of, it's it's because we're emotionally worn out and exhausted from amazing. We're like we're talking about how wonderful the weekend is, and we're just like, and we had nine baptisms, and it was it was great. It's called an <laughs> adrenaline drop, where you kind of feel like just this low buzz of like. Well, let me tell let me tell you guys how 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 out of it just emotionally Nate was yesterday. There was. <laughs> There was the there was a fantasy football <laughs> draft, and it, it Nate actually knew there was going to be some uh, of his favorite food at this draft. Queso. It was top three queso. Oh man. my goodness! And and Nate chose to not come <laughs> Just, because he was so drained. And I'm like, well, you know, I don't I don't completely get that because this queso was awesome. I laid on the couch, <laughs> I put on Blippy for the kids. <laughs> And just sat there and drafted all by myself in silence. It was wonderful. But yeah. I was, I was, I was peopled out by the end and it, not in a bad way. Sorry. So it was Mark. It's just like, it was a lot of, I'm a natural introvert. My energy comes from kind of rejuvenating by myself, quiet. And a big event like that yesterday was awesome. And talking to all the people, meeting all the new people that were invited. And I just, I was done. I was like, the queso almost, <laughs> the, the queso almost got me out, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Well, it was a, I mean, it was a tremendous, it was a tremendous day. And I, we just had staff meeting earlier and really, I mean, 
it sounds cliche to say to God be the glory, but it was it was a special special time, and I guess it's one of those things. Even if you're if you're listening to this and you're and you and you're having some of that, you know that verse does mean a lot to me. And if you take an honest look at where things are in your life, and you're not, you know that you're not where you need to be. I mean, we would love to to help point you in a in a positive direction, pray with you, do whatever. I know Nate knows how you can actually respond to this, and I don't. But you can just. Email us yeah. podcast at crossingchurch.org. Yeah, so let us know if there if there is some things. Even I know that's a weird was a weird little segue to getting serious, but 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 I think a lot of times you people already know. You don't just show up at church and all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I know I'm kind of in a bad place. You knew <laughs> you knew on the way to church and you might know wherever you're listening to this that you're in that place. And so let were, us know if you can if we can help. There were people that raised their hands that have been here in my entire ten years. Uh, there were people that got baptized that have basically been putting it off for a long, long time. Over uh, 30 years. Knowing she needed to be baptized knowing. and wanting to make the decision, mm-hmm. but just couldn't bring herself to do it. Yep. Uh, one of the things I loved about yesterday, outside of the, the Play-Doh fiasco, which was hilarious. Thanks for bringing that up again. <laughs> it's going to, you got at least two more days of gonna material. Say it's going to be a while. I deserve it. Yeah. I, the only thing I'm kicking myself is we, we didn't record. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> it would have been the greatest <laughs> thing ever, but you didn't just use John 3.16. You actually expanded it to John 3.16 and 3.17, which I think brings a whole different perspective to the famous John 3.16. Do you want to read it since you have your Bible in front of you and the other yeah, two seven, of us 17. pastors are heathens? I'm sure you got it memorized. But God sent his son into the world not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. The biggest, um, the biggest. I mean, I, I'm not judging. I'm not like trying to. I don't have a meter on the amen factor. Like when people, <laughs> when people respond, to we me. could build one of those. Yeah, that'd be funny. But the biggest, the biggest response that I got the whole, the whole weekend is when I actually said, you know, God wants you to go to heaven. It and amen. it and it actually was. It actually was a two out of ten. Yeah, it, it actually was. It was a. It was a huge response. It actually. You know, when you're speaking and you, you get a response, it startled me a little because I'm like, well, I mean, I knew that was a good phrase, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I knew, I mean, I, and I believe that phrase, but people really, but that, I think that tells you behind the scenes that people have a lot of baggage, a lot of things that they're, that they've, even when they think about God or church or whatever, their picture of God is not always a God who wants them in heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times people come in and they, They'll enjoy church and they'll be comfortable and they'll get some nice things out of it, but they just feel they are too full of baggage to really do this thing called Christianity or to really follow Jesus. Like, I just, I've got too much baggage, too much. And oftentimes we need reminded that, hey, you know what? So does everybody else in this room that's doing it. So does the fools on the platform that are dancing and singing and preaching. Like, you don't have to be cleaned up to meet Jesus. You can allow Jesus to help you clean that up after you meet him. You better write that down. Oh, man. Are we <laughs> recording we're this? recording this. Yes. <laughs> Set it into the Play-Doh can. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I, I, I got nothing. That's and we fine. had a bunch of kids yesterday, too. Uh, the kids men. You guys did a <sighs> salvation message or a description. Yeah, we did. We did an object lesson um, in which we love object lessons in children's ministry. But essentially how sin dirties our heart, makes our heart yucky. Um, Theological term. Yeah. It's a, What's it's a, it? Is it's that a, Hebrew or Greek? I think it's <laughs> Grebu. Grebu. <laughs> Actually, it was Aramaic. Um, <laughs> but then how Jesus came to to make us unyucky. 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm not. It's, it's great, and it but works like for kids. it works for kids, and it's Actually, a visual. It might work for a lot of the adults that sit in the room as well. It would have. I think Blippy says yucky. I think I will. You next time we do this, will you say Jesus wants to make you unyucky? No, that's not even a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He used Plato this week. So, yeah. um, but our children and youth department. Um, these kids are going somewhere and they're going somewhere with God. And it is so exciting. We had one, um, one young teenager, eighth grader who, um, she just felt this tug of like, I have to do this. And it was a very serious moment. Like most times when you're baptizing people, it's like full of life and joy and like, woohoo. And she's like, I have to do this. God, awesome. God is telling me this is my next step. And almost like this look of fear, but peace at the same time. And it was so cool because this was a big moment for her. And then we had the eight-year-old just running and we, it was just so cool to see what was happening. We had a teenager who I had never seen her before in my life. I had to ask her, what is your name? And our youth pastor hadn't seen her before. She just happened to be there. Yeah, I had like, what, what is your name? Um, and it's just so cool to watch them come up out of the water. And if you didn't get to experience it in person, um, we did have somebody filming all of it, and we recorded that part of it. Uh, so hopefully we're going to be putting putting together kind of like a highlight video uh, to show this next weekend in service, and we'll probably put it online as well. So check us out on Facebook or Instagram. as Crossing Church CO. Uh, you'll find it there probably over the next week or two once we get it done and developed. But, man, yeah, it was a, it was a crazy, crazy weekend. Uh, in the best possible way. Yeah, it so just want, it just really wants. I mean, you you have those kind of weekends and you're thrilled about them, and then you're like, okay, man, I just we want some more of this. Please, mm-hmm. please, yeah, God, if, help us. If we can be honest, as pastors, there the energy ebbs and flows through the year at times, and then coming out of COVID into the summer, which is naturally just a low energy, people are a little bit more sparse. It can easily be like, okay. Why are we doing this? Everyone, so like it creeps <laughs> in the back of your head. This is another week. We live Sunday to Sunday. And then you forget. And then you have these weekends like this. And it wasn't anything that we necessarily did or planned. In fact, we only had two baptisms scheduled. Um, we didn't even have enough songs. No, no. We had to sing the same two songs <laughs> over and over because people just kept coming up to get baptized. And we just were like, oh, okay. We're going to keep going. Uh, it's amazing that, that what the Holy Spirit can do, uh, what God does when we just allow ourselves to go, hey, we don't know what's going to happen, but we know this is important. We want to be, uh, we want to honor this and what we feel in our heart as pastors at the church. But it, it did, it felt like something good was happening. Like the movement, just the energy, like, man, I'm excited. I'm excited about next Sunday, which is Labor Day weekend. We can talk about that another, <laughs> but too many times it's Sunday ends. And we're like, okay, that's another one in the books. And this time it ended. I'm like, I mean, I need a nap, but I'm looking forward to next Sunday. Well, and I think another part of this kind of thing is we, I mean, we know this stuff and you guys that are listening to this know that it's one, we, there was a lot, there's probably a lot more prayer that went into this week too, because it we was. have been, we've been talking about being expectant. God's going to do something. There's wiggle room in a special way for God to do some things. And so, you know, Lord help me to learn right. <laughs> those kinds of things. And, and it's just, it's like, that always pays off. The, it's humbling. I- our people had been praying for right, this right, week. Like yeah. it wasn't just staff who were saying, God, show up this week. It was our people who were like, God, we've, we've been praying for this person all summer. Show up. Yeah, it was, it was cool. 
It was really a cool weekend just to see everything that was going on. And we hope you'll join us for another weekend like it. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we, we are in person on Sundays at 9 a.m. in 1030. Um, we're online Saturday nights at 5 and online uh, at 9 and 1030 as well. So there's a number of ways to catch us, to connect with us. Even if you're hearing this and you're out of state, you can still participate in services and be part of the church because, you know, if COVID's taught us anything, is it once again, the church is not the four walls in which we meet, but it's the people that makes it up. So, all right. So well, let's take a quick pivot because we always ask a fun question at the end. Oh, Here, Here we know, go. Yep. I want to go full circle back to the cow in the back seat. <laughs> now, Pastor Brian, having spent enough time in Oklahoma, you would be probably one of the few people that lived in a state that has very lax rules on owning any sort of animal you want. Like, I'm pretty sure in Oklahoma, you can you can own any animal known to man. I, I guess. I, yeah, I don't know. So this woman buys three cows, puts mm -hmm. them in the back of your... And I know your answer. I so, know my answer, and I don't even know the question. <laughs> if you <laughs> could own any animal, and let's say it's going to go well, your dream pet would be... What? Pastor Leslie, I'll let you go yeah, first. Please, give me a little time. Yeah, It's not, not going to be not. much time. Flamingo. <laughs> Flamingo. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I would own like a whole flock. Is like it not called, just one. Is it a flock of flamingos? Yes, it's a flock. Of, I believe it. <laughs> I believe so. That's, That's a tongue twister. Can yeah. you say that a couple times? No, no, I'm not. I'm not even going to get close. <laughs> I mean, we know how much you love animals, Pastor Brian, and how much you love Kiki, uh, <laughs> your little dog, and... <laughs> yeah. rest in peace. Yeah. yeah, anyway, I guess, you know, I don't think that I have a an honest answer here, so I'm just going to go with a rhinoceros. <laughs> our, uh, I got nothing. Our on. executive pastor, Jeff, has always wanted like a pygmy giraffe or pygmy. He, he wants like pygmy big animals. Okay. Which, by the way, I just looked it up. You're going to love this. Okay. Good time for the music to end. Mm -hmm. A group of flamingos. It's called a flamboyance. No, oh, it isn't. I did actually know no, that. No, it isn't. It is. It's a yes. flamboyance of flamingos. I'm not even going to try to say it. <laughs> if I had some Play-Doh to talk into, I'd say it. <laughs> well, if I had to answer the question, I don't know why. I want a pet otter. Like I think otters are just the coolest animals. What would your son have? Uh, he would have a hammerhead shark as yep. a pet or a Tyrannosaurus Rex. One of the two, if he could choose right now. <laughs> so he's a weird kid. And I love him. That's a very normal three and a half year old. Boy His, uh, if you sit down and ask him, he's like, what's your favorite song? His two favorite songs this in the world. My favorite answer. Baby Shark and Thunderstruck. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, your boy. I don't know if I'm parenting right or wrong, but you know, if you're around my son and you play Thunderstruck, he'll be your best friend. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Crossing Church Rewind. As always, you can find more information about our church at crossingchurch.org. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Or if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about the animals that we'd like to own, you can email us at podcast at crossingchurch.org. And if you want to financially support the ministries of the church, you can do that online at crossingchurch.org slash give. Thanks again for checking in with us this week, for listening and taking a moment to share this podcast with your friends and family. We hope you tune in again next week. Flamboyance.